section sixteen of the sick religion sacred writings and authors volume six by max arthur mcauliffe this librivox recording is in the public domain section sixteen kabir's hymns part three worldly greatness secures not salvation twenty one there is no trace of rawan or his line though ceylon was his fortress and the ocean its moat what shall i pray for nothing remaineth stable while i look on the world passeth away though rawan had a lock of sons and a lock and a quarter of grandsons yet at last he had neither lamp nor wick in his house the sun and moon used to heat his kitchen the fire to wash his clothes he who through the guru's instruction putteth god's name in his heart shall remain permanent and be released from transmigration saith kabir hear o ye people without the name of god there is no salvation a mystical hymn with its interpretation twenty two hear these wonderful things my brethren first a son was born and afterwards his mother the guru worshipped his disciples feet i have seen a lion herding kine a fish out of water give birth upon a tree i have seen a cat taking away a dog the branches of a tree below its roots above and its trunk bearing fruit and blossom a buffalo on horseback going to graze a horse an ox on his way while his burden arrived at home before him saith kabir he who understandeth this hymn shall know everything on repeating god's name the soul's toil to obtain a human body shall all be lost if god be not remembered twenty three god maketh the body from seed and placeth it in the pit of fire for ten months he keepeth it in the mother's womb worldly love attacheth to it on emerging o mortal why attaching thyself to covetousness losest thou the jewel of thy life in former births thou didst not sow the seed in this world from childhood thou hast grown to old age what was to be hath been when death cometh and catcheth thee by the top lock why then weep thou hopest for longer life while he waiteth for thy last breath the world is a game o kabir carefully throw the dice kabir was invited to a marriage feast he said his own marriage was being celebrated and he could not go elsewhere the following is a description of it twenty four i turned my body into a dyer's vat and then dyed my heart therein the five virtues i made my marriage guests with god i made my marriage circumambulations my soul being dyed with his love sing sing ye brides women the marriage song the sovereign god hath come to my house as my husband i made the bridal pavilion in the lotus of my heart and divine knowledge the recitation of my lineage i obtained god as my bridegroom so great hath been my good fortune demigods men saints and the thirty-three karors of gods and their chariots came as spectators saith kabir the one god the divine male hath wed and taken me with him in the following again kabir represents himself as a wedded woman twenty five i am plagued by my mother-in-law beloved by my father-in-law i dread the very name of my husband's eldest brother o my friends and companions my husband's sister hath seized me and i burn by separation from my husband's youngest brother my mind hath become insane since i have forgotten god how can i abide i behold not with mine eyes him who enjoyeth me on the couch 
to whom shall i tell my sorrow my stepfather quarrelleth with me my mother is ever intoxicated as long as i remained with my elder brother i was dear to my spouse saith kabir i have lost my life struggling with the five evil passions deceitful maya hath led captive the whole world but i have obtained immunity by repeating god's name mammon a thieving courtesan twenty seven worldly life is like a dream but believing the world to be real i attached myself to it and abandoned the supreme treasure o father i made love to the courtesan mammon and she stole from me the jewel of divine knowledge with his eyes open the moth becometh entangled the insect regardeth not the flame so stupid man attached to gold and women heedeth not death's noose reflect abandon sin and god will save thee saith kabir such is the life of the world he hath no equal kabir has found god and put an end to his transmigration twenty eight though i have assumed many shapes this is my last the strings and wires of the musical instrument are all worn out i am now in the power of god's name i shall not have again to dance to the tune of birth and death nor shall my heart accompany on the drum i have taken and destroyed my bodily lust and anger the pitcher of avarice hath burst lust's raiment hath grown old and all my doubts are dispelled i recognize one god in all creatures vain wranglings on this subject are at an end saith kabir when god was gracious unto me i obtained him the perfect one the following was addressed to a kazi twenty nine thou fastest to appease god yet thou destroyest life to please thy palate thou regardest not others as thou dost thyself why pratest thou o kazi thy one god is in thee but thou beholdest him not by thought and reflection mad on religion thou heedest not wherefore thy life is of no account thy books tell thee that god is true and that he is neither male nor female thou gainest nothing by thy reading and study o madman since thou regardest him not at heart god is concealed in every heart reflect on this in thy mind kabir loudly proclaimeth there is the same god for the hindu as for the mohammedan god becomes not propitious by the mere wearing of religious garbs thirty i decorated myself to meet my spouse but god the life and lord of the world met me not god is my husband i am his wife he is big i am little the wife and her husband dwell together but to cohabit is difficult blessed the woman who is pleasing to her husband saith kabir she shall not be born again god under the allegory of a diamond thirty one when the soul meeteth god the once fickle mind is easily absorbed in him this diamond god filleth everything with light i have found this by the instruction of the true guru the praise of god were an endless story when a man becometh perfect he recognizeth the diamond saith kabir i have seen such a diamond as filleth the world with its light the concealed diamond became manifest when i met the guru he showed it to me in the following allegory kabir refers to his early understanding as his first wife and to his conversions as his second wife thirty two my first wife was ugly of low caste and bad character evil both in her father's house and mine my present wife is handsome sensible of good character i naturally took her to my heart it turned out well that my first wife departed may she whom i have now taken live for ever saith kabir when the young wife came i ceased to cohabit with the old one the young wife is with me now the elder hath taken another husband kabir's mother addresses him in the first four lines of the following hymn kabir was married to dania 
the holy men who frequented the house called her ramjania or worshipper of god but the name is also applied to courtesans dedicated to idols and it was consequently offensive to kabir's mother she also complains that kabir had devoted himself to religion and neglected his business thirty three my daughter-in-law was called dania they have now given her the name of ramjania these shaven fellows have ruined my family they have set my son uttering the name of god saith kabir here o my mother these shaven men have done away with my caste the following is a lecture against the bailing of women it was addressed to the second wife of kamal kabir's son thirty four stay stay my daughter-in-law veil not thy face at the last moment it will not avail thee the eighth of paisa she who preceded thee used to veil her face follow not thou in her footsteps the only advantage of veiling thy face is that for five or ten days people will say a good daughter-in-law hath come thy veil will only be real if thou sing god's praises and skip and dance in his service saith kabir o daughter-in-law thou shalt be victorious when thou passest thy life in singing god's praises kabir's wife loy refused to prepare a meal for a holy visitor upon which kabir manifested his displeasure the following hymn except the last two lines is loy's pleading for forgiveness thirty five better would it be to be cut in twain with a saw than that thou shouldst turn thy back on me hear my entreaty and embrace me i am a sacrifice unto thee turn thy face towards me my beloved why killest thou me by turning thy back on me even though thou cut my body i will not turn it away from thee my body may perish but i will not cease to love thee there hath been no quarrel between thee and me thou art the same good husband and i the same wife as before saith kabir here o loy i shall believe in thee no longer the following was kabir's reply to a brahman who had advised him to bathe in the sacred rivers of the hindus thirty seven he who is foul within will not go to heaven by bathing at a place of pilgrimage nothing is gained by pleasing men god is not a simpleton worship the lord the only god serving the guru is the true ablution if salvation be obtained by bathing in water the frogs which are continually bathing will obtain it but as the frogs so the pilgrims they shall be born again and again if a hardened sinner die in benares he cannot escape hell if a saint of god die in haramba he saith the whole multitude where there is neither day nor night veds nor shastars there dwelleth the formless one saith kabir meditate on him ye foolish denizens of the world gujari the following was addressed to a brahman who kabir supposed would be turned into an ox for his idleness and gluttony the hindus believe that they who live on others wealth without any exertion on their own parts will become oxen in which condition they will have to labour and suffer for their idleness in human lives one with four legs two horns and a dumb mouth how wilt thou sing god's praises standing or lying down the stick will fall on thee then where wilt thou hide thy head without god thou shalt become somebody else's bullock thy nose shall be torn thy shoulders maimed and thou shalt eat worthless straw all day shalt thou wander in the forest but even then thy belly shall not be satisfied thou didst not listen to the advice of holy men and thou shalt suffer for thine omissions overwhelmed with great superstition thou shalt endure hardship and wander in many births 
thou hast lost thy precious life by forgetting god when wilt thou again have such an opportunity thou shalt turn and revolve like an oilman's bullock round his press and restless shalt thou pass the night saith kabir for not having repeated god's name thou shalt smite thy head and repent kabir's mother was distressed at his conduct in relinquishing his trade and adopting a religious life the following is a conversation between the mother and son on the subject two kabir's mother sobbeth and weepeth o god how shall these children live kabir hath given up all his weaving and hath inscribed god's name on his body kabir replieth while the thread was passing through the bobbin i forgot my beloved god my understanding is mean my caste is that of weaver i have gained the name of god as my prophet saith kabir here o my mother the one god will provide for us and them Sorath, all are lost without devotion one the hindus kill themselves worshipping idols the mussulmans make prostrations the former are burned the latter buried but neither sect knoweth anything of thee o god o my soul the world is stark blind on all sides death's noose is thrown but men see it not poets kill themselves reciting verses the kaparis kill themselves going to kedarnath yogis kill themselves wearing matted hair but they know nothing of thee o god kings kill themselves amassing wealth and burying masses of gold pandits kill themselves reading the veds and women in gazing on their beauty without the name of god all these are lost think and ponder upon this o man without the name of god who hath obtained salvation kabir giveth his admonition the body is frail yet it attaches itself to worldly things which desert it two when the body is burnt it becometh ashes when it is not burnt a host of worms eat it up a soft clay vessel will break when water is put into it such is the nature of the body why o brother goest thou about puffing and blowing thyself out how hast thou forgotten the ten months thou didst remain inverted in the womb as the bee collecteth honey with great zest so the fool collecteth wealth when a man is dead they say take him away take him away why allow a ghost to remain his wedded wife accompanieth him to the door and after that his male friends all the other members of his family go as far as the cremation ground the soul departeth alone saith kabir here o mortals they who have entangled themselves with the deceitful world are seized by death and fall into the pit like the parrot deceived by the trap none may escape physical death but it brings salvation to the holy three man hearing all the instructions of the veds and the parans desireth to perform religious ceremonies to overcome death death hath seized all people even the wise the pandits too depart without hope o man thou hast not succeeded in thy sole object since thou hast not worshipped the supreme god men have gone to the forests practised yoga performed austerities and lived on the tubers and roots they picked up the nadis the readers of the veds the akshabdis and the monis are all enrolled in death's register loving service entereth not into man's heart he pampereth his body and giveth it to death he hypocritically singeth hymns but what can he obtain from god death hath fallen on the whole world in his register the sceptical theologian is recorded saith kabir they who know god's love and devotion to god are pure the holy are completely saturated with god for with both mine eyes i look but i behold nothing save god 
mine eyes gaze affectionately on him there is now no other subject mentioned my doubts have departed my fear hath fled since i applied my mind to god's name when the actor beateth the drum everybody cometh to see the show when the actor collecteth the stage properties he abideth alone in his happiness doubts are not dispelled by the use of words everybody continueth to talk god filleth the heart of him to whom through the guru's instruction he hath revealed himself when the guru bestoweth even a little kindness bodies and minds are all absorbed in god saith kabir i am dyed with the dye of god and have found the munificent life of the world man under the allegory of a milkmaid is won by the guru from neglect of god five the words of the sacred texts are as seas of milk for that ocean let the guru be the churning staff be thou the churner of that milk why shouldst thou be despoiled of thy butter o damsel why makest thou not god thy husband he is the life of the world and the support of the soul the straight collar is on thy neck and chains on thy feet god hath sent thee wandering from birth to birth thou heedest not even yet o damsel thou art the wretched victim of death it is god who acteth and causeth men to act what power hath the poor handmaiden the damsel whom god awaketh attendeth to the duties he assigneth her o damsel where hast thou obtained that wisdom by which thou hast erased the line of doubt kabir feeleth great delight and by his guru's favour his mind is happy in reply to an inquiry kabir describes the happiness he obtained from humility and devotion six when he without whom one cannot live is found man's toil is productive men call it a good thing to live for ever but there is no life without death where divine knowledge is discussed what more remaineth to be said as we look on the things of this world pass away as men rub and mix saffron and sandal so man's soul is blended with god and thus seeth the world without bodily eyes abandonment of the world as a father hath begotten divine knowledge as a son though placed in an unsubstantial city i a beggar have found the giver he hath given me so much that i cannot eat it i cannot leave off eating or finish it and i have ceased to go to strangers the elect who know life to be death have obtained a mountain of happiness kabir hath obtained that wealth and effaced his pride on meeting god the lamp of holiness not the veds and parans lights up man's heart seven what availeth reading what studying what hearing the veds and parans what avail reading and listening if divine knowledge be not obtained thou repeatest not the name of god o ignorant man every moment of what thinkest thou a lamp is required in this darkness to find the one incomprehensible thing the lamp hath lit up my heart and i have found the incomprehensible thing saith kabir i now recognize him and when i recognize him my mind is happy people do not believe that my mind is happy but even if they do not of what consequence is it the following was addressed to a hypocritical brahmin who advised kabir to bathe at hindu places of pilgrimage eight in thy heart is deception in thy mouth religion false man why turnest thou water what advantage is it to bathe the body if there it be filth in the heart if the gourd be washed at the sixty-eight places of pilgrimage even then its bitterness will not depart thus saith kabir deliberately cause me to cross over the terrible ocean o god men should not practise deceit for the advantages of relations nine with great deceit man acquireth other men's wealth and taketh it and lavisheth it on his son and wife o my man 
practice not deception even by mistake at the last moment it is thine own soul that shall have to render an account every moment the body wasteth away and old age warneth thee then no one will pour water into thy hands saith kabir thou shalt have no friend then why not repeat god's name in thy heart betimes the guru has shown man how to protect himself from ferocious animals to which the evil passions are compared Ten, o saints my wandering mind hath obtained rest i reckon that i have obtained my deserts the guru hath shown me the passage through which wild animals surreptitiously enter i have closed the gates thereof and spontaneous music playeth for me the pitcher of my heart was filled with the water of sin when i upturned it the water was spilled saith kabir the man of god knoweth this and knowing it his mind is happy kabir once felt hungry and rebelled against god eleven a hungry man cannot perform service take back this rosary of thine i only ask for the dust of the saint's feet since i owe not any man o god how shall i fare if i am shamed before thee if thou give me not of thine own accord i will beg for it i beg for two sirs of flour a quarter of a sir of clarified butter and salt i beg for half a sir of dal which will feed me twice a day i beg for a bed with four legs to it a pillow and a mattress i beg for a quilt over me and then thy slave will cheerfully serve thee i have never been covetous thy name alone becometh me saith kabir my soul is happy and when my soul is happy then i recognize god the gods of the hindus are ignorant of the creator Dhanasari, one beings like brahma's four sons shiv and sheshnag know not thy secret through association with the saints god dwelleth in the heart beings like hanuman and garuda indar and brahma know not o god thine attributes the four Vedas, the simritis and the parans vishnu and lakshmi know them not saith kabir he who toucheth god's feet and seeketh his shelter shall not wander in transmigration life gradually draws to a close man should practise devotion betimes two pahars are made up of gharis days of pahars life draweth to a close the body pineth away death wandereth about like a poacher in quest of game say what shall man do to escape the last day approacheth mother father brother son wife say whose are they as long as the light of life remaineth in man's body the brute knoweth not himself he is anxious to obtain a long life but he seeth not death who is at hand saith kabir hear o mortal dismiss thy mental doubts repeat only the one name o mortal and seek the asylum of the one god salvation depends on the state of man's heart not on the place of his death three what is strange to him who knoweth something of the love and service of god as water when blended with water separateth not again so the weaver hath blended with god o men of god i am out of my senses if kabir leave his body at banaras what obligation is he under to god saith kabir here o people let no one make a mistake what difference is there between banaras and the barren magahar if god be in the heart kabir requires nothing but god's name for it is through insufficient devotion men go to the heavens of indra and shiv and are born again what shall i pray for nothing is stable keep god's name in thy heart fame power wealth and greatness help no one at the last moment say who hath derived any happiness from son wife or wealth saith kabir nothing else availeth me the name of god is sufficient wealth for my heart remember and love god five 
remember god remember god remember god my brethren without remembering god's name the majority of men shall be lost wife son body house and wealth confer happiness but none of these shall be thine when the time of death arriveth ajamal the elephant and the courtesan committed sinful acts yet they were saved by repeating god's name my brethren you have wandered in the wombs of pigs and dogs and yet you are not ashamed why forsake the ambrosia of god's name and eat poison abandon doubt regarding acts which are prescribed as well as those which are forbidden and take god's name the slave kabir saith by the favour of the guru love god suhi kabir calls on a worldly man to render an account of his life one having been born what hast thou done thou hast never repeated god's name thou wilt not repeat his name of what thinkest thou what preparation art thou making for death o luckless one though through woe and weal thou hast brought up thy family at the time of death thou shalt bear thy troubles alone when death seizeth thee by the neck thou shalt utter loud cries saith kabir why did i not remember god before the condition of one who fears god two my woman's heart palpitateth and trembleth i know not how my spouse will treat me the night hath passed away let not the days also pass the black flies have gone the white cranes have now taken their place as water will not remain in a frail vessel so the soul departeth when the body hath faded i adorn myself like a young virgin but how can i enjoy dalliance without my spouse my arm is pained from driving away the crows saith kabir this tale is at an end a dialogue between the soul and the messengers of death he who feels god's love needs have no apprehension three thy stewardship being ended thou must give thine account when the cruel messengers of death come to take thee they will ask thee what thou hast earned and where thou hast squandered it they will say to thee come quickly thou art summoned to court the warrant of god's court hath come for thee thou shalt implore them and say i have to collect some outstandings in the village and i shall adjust my accounts to-night i will also pay you something for your expenses at dawn we shall pray at an inn on the road blessed blessed is he and fortunate is his lot who feeleth god's love by association with the saints that man shall ever be happy in this world and the next he hath won the priceless prize of human birth he who while awake to the world is asleep to god hath lost that birth the property and wealth he hath accumulated shall become another's saith kabir that man hath gone astray who forgetting the bridegroom hath mixed himself up with things of clay when avarice only departs with life and there is no thought of god human birth is in vain for the eyes grow weary of seeing the ears grow weary of hearing this fair body groweth weary when old age urgeth thee while thy senses grow weary the desire for wealth alone wearieth not o foolish man thou hast not obtained divine knowledge and meditation thou hast lost thy human birth in vain o mortal serve god as long as there is breath in thy body even though thy body perish let not thy love for him perish dwell thou at his feet he in whose heart god hath implanted his word hath ceased to thirst let the comprehension of god's will be the game of shapur and the conquest of a heart the throwing of the dice they who know and worship god shall not perish saith kabir they who know how to throw such dice shall never lose their game kabir has triumphed over his evil passions his senses and death itself five there are five kings of one fortress the whole five ask for revenue have not tilled land belonging to any of them it would be hard on me to pay a tax for nothing o god's people the village accountant continually worried me but i raised my arms aloft complained to my guru and he saved me nine surveyors and ten judges go on tour 
and will not allow the agriculturalists to live they measure not with a full tape and they take many bribes the one being who is contained in the seventy-two chambers of the body hath written off my account i have searched dharmraj's office and find i owe him not an atom let no one revile the saints the saints and god are one saith kabir i have obtained that guru whose name is the Beko. death triumphs over all except god's sincere worshippers balawal one this world is like a show none may remain here proceed the straight way otherwise thou shalt be severely buffeted children the old and the young o my brethren shall all be taken away by death god hath made poor man like a mouse death like a cat eateth him up he payeth no regard to rich or poor he destroyeth kings equally with their subjects so mighty is death they who please god become his worshippers and theirs is a special case they neither come nor go they never die god is with them know in your hearts that by forsaking son wife wealth and property which are perishable saith kabir you shall meet the lord hear this o ye saints kabir is frenzied with devotion two i am not skilled in book knowledge nor do i understand controversy i have grown mad reciting and hearing god's praises o father i am mad the whole world is sane i am mad i am ruined let not others be ruined likewise i have not grown mad of mine own will god hath made me mad the true guru hath dispelled my doubts i am ruined and have lost my intellect let nobody be led astray in doubts like mine he who knoweth not himself is mad when one knoweth himself he knoweth the one god he who is not intoxicated with divine love in this human birth shall never be so saith kabir i am dyed with the dye of god kabir's self-abasement three if a man leave his home for the forest region and gather tubers to live on his sinful and evil mind even then abandoneth not misdeeds how shall i be saved how cross over the great terrible ocean preserve me preserve me o god i thy slave have come to thine asylum the desire to gratify my evil passions forsaketh me not though i make many efforts to guard myself against them i am entangled in them again and again my life hath passed youth and old age no good have i done this priceless human life attached itself to a cowrie and became like it saith kabir o my god thou art contained in everything there is none so merciful as thou none so sinful as i the superiority of god's saint five there is no king equal to god all the kings of this world are only for four days they make false display why should the slave of him who overshadoweth the three worlds waver who can lay hands on him when one cannot even speak with due respect before him o thoughtless and foolish mind of mine think upon god and the unbeaten music of ecstasy shall play for thee saith kabir all my doubts and uncertainties are at an end god hath favoured me as he did drew and prahlad kabir depreciates himself six preserve me o god though i have offended thee i have not practised humility the duties of my religion repetition of thy name or worship i am proud i wear my turban on the side of my head believing this body immortal i have pampered the frail and perishable vessel i have forgotten him who made and favoured me and i have attached myself to strangers i am thy housebreaker and not thy saint i fall at thy feet for protection saith kabir hear this supplication send me not intelligence of death an appeal to god seven o god i stand wearied at thy court who but thee careth for me open thy door and show thyself unto me thou art my wealth o master thou art generous thou art lavish i hear with mine ears thy great praise of whom shall i beg i see every one poor 
from thee alone i obtained salvation thou didst confer endless favour on yadev namdev and the brahman sidama saith kabir thou art all-powerful thou art generous thou bestowest the four blessings without delay the following was addressed to a yogi eight thou dependest on a club earrings and patched coat in error thou wanderest in a yogi's garb put away thy devotional attitudes and thy suspension of breath abandon deception and ever worship god o fool the wealth thou beggest for the three worlds have enjoyed saith kabir god is the only yogi in the world kabir mourns his lukewarmness and condemns all worldly things nine o sovereign of the world lord of the earth mammon hath caused me to forget thy feet even a little affection for thee is not felt by thy slave what shall thy poor slave do curse on this body curse on this wealth curse on these worldly things a double curse on this perishable intellect and understanding o man firmly restrain this worldly love if thou subjugate it thou shalt be saved what availeth agriculture what commerce false is worldly pride saith kabir they who practise such things are ultimately ruined and death cometh to them at last the soul's dependence is on god not on the perishable body ten the body is a lake in which a peerless lotus bloometh the supreme being who hath neither outline nor form the primal light is within it o my soul worship that god abandon doubt god is the life of the world the soul is not seen either coming or going as is the body where the body is born there it perisheth like the leaves of the water-lily they who knowing the world to be transitory abandon it are happy in the contemplation of god saith kabir worship god in thy heart during life kabir was absorbed in god as the sound of a bronze vessel is absorbed in it when broken eleven since my attention is fixed on god i no longer suspect that i shall suffer transmigration even in life i am absorbed in the infinite the guru's instruction hath awakened me the sound which is produced from bronze blendeth again with it when the bronze is broken o pandit where will the sound be at the union of the three breaths in the brain i have seen him who is awake in every heart and now such understanding hath entered my heart that i have abandoned the world when i knew myself my light was blended with god's light saith kabir i now know god and my mind is satisfied the holy man will not waver but be everywhere happy twelve o god why should that man waver in whose heart abide thy lotus feet believe that all happiness and the nine treasures are his who tranquilly repeateth god's praises when god openeth the hard knot man shall be wise enough to behold him in everything he who ever avoideth worldly love and weigheth his heart in the scale of meditation shall be happy wherever he goeth o lord and worldly love shall not sway him saith kabir my heart is happy since it hath been absorbed in god's love an inquirer asked kabir with whom one should converse the following was his reply gond one when thou meetest a saint have some conversation with him when thou meetest a man who is not a saint remain silent kabir was asked again o father if i speak what shall i speak about for instance continue to repeat god's name they who talk to saints confer advantage on others they who talk to fools talk in vain by incessant talking with them sin increaseth if i speak not to them what harm can the wretches do me saith kabir an empty vessel soundeth when it is full it never giveth forth a sound man's dead body is much more worthless than that of a beast and consequently an object of contempt two when a man dieth he is of no use when a beast dieth he is of ten uses what do i know regarding my fate what do i know o sir 
man's bones burn like a heap of firewood his hair burneth like a bundle of grass saith kabir man only awaketh when the club of death toucheth his head god is everywhere even in the acts which attach to the soul three god abideth in the heaven above in the earth beneath and in every direction the supreme being is ever the root of joy the body may perish but god shall not i am anxious to know whence the soul cometh and whither it goeth five elements combined form the body out of what were the elements formed thou sayest that the soul is bound by its acts who gave life to the acts the body is contained in god god in the body he is uninterruptedly in all things saith kabir i will not abandon god's name come what may the soul described by negatives five somebody asked kabir what is that whose limit hath never been found which dwelleth within the temple of the body kabir replied it is neither man nor demigod it is not a yati or a worshipper of shiv it is not a yogi or an audhud it hath no mother nor is it any one's son it is not a householder or an anchoret it is not a king or a beggar it hath neither a body nor a drop of blood it is not a brahman or a khatri it is not an ascetic or a shaikh it is not born nor is it observed to die whoever weepeth for its death shall lose his honour by the favour of the guru i have found the steep way birth and death have both been erased from me saith kabir this soul is a part of god and his ink cannot be erased from paper kabir's wife thus addressed him on the neglect of his trade and his attentions to saints six thy threads are broken thy size is at an end thy wreaths shine over the door thy poor brush hath gone to pieces may death light on this shaven fellow's head this shaven fellow hath lost all his property i am persecuted by those fakirs coming and going kabir now never speaketh of his beam or his shuttle his mind is only concerned with the name of god his daughter and sons have nothing to eat men with shaven heads are crammed night and day one or two are in the house and one or two on the way we have only a pallet on the ground they get a bed to sleep on they rub their heads with satisfaction and carry books in their waistbands we get parched pulse they bread to eat the shaven heads and my shaven-headed husband have become all one kabir replied these shaven heads are the support of the drowning here o blind misguided lori kabir hath taken the protection of these shaven heads when man dies mammon who is described weeps not for him seven when the husband dieth his wife weepeth not she findeth another protector and when that protector also dieth hell awaiteth him though he have enjoyed pleasures here one woman alone is dear to the world she is the wife of all sentient beings with a necklace on her neck she looketh beautiful she pleaseth the world but is hateful as poison to the holy adorning herself she either sitteth like an abandoned woman or the wretch wandereth about accursed of the saints when the saints flee from her she pursueth them but by the favour of the guru she feareth punishment she is the body and soul of the infidel her dreadful witch's eye falleth on me when the merciful holy guru met me i became well acquainted with her secrets saith kabir i have now turned her out and she hath attached herself to the skirt of the world a further description of mammon eight the guest cometh and departeth hungry from the house which hath no wealth the guest loseth patience and the host is blamed because he hath not means to entertain him hail to the woman who hath turned the heads of very holy men and penitents high and low she is a miser's daughter rejecting god's worshippers she sleepeth with everybody 
at last standing at the saint's door she saith i have sought your protection save me the woman is very beautiful her ornaments tinkle on her feet as long as man is alive she attacheth herself to him when he dies she quickly departeth without waiting for her shoes the woman hath conquered the three worlds she hath made the eighteen parans and the places of pilgrimage love her she hath pierced the hearts of brahma vishnu and shiv and infatuated great kings and sovereigns there are no bounds to the woman she is in collusion with the five evil passions where the vessels of the five evil passions burst saith kabir i was delivered thence by the favour of the guru without a guru man must fall and perish nine if the rafters be taken from a house the roof will fall so without god's name how can man be saved as water will not remain without a vessel so without a religious guide man shall go to hell burn him who thinketh not on god but whose mind is ever absorbed in the field of his body as without a ploughman land cannot be tilled as without a thread jewels cannot be strung and as without a loop clothes cannot be fastened so without a holy guide man shall go to hell as a child cannot be born without a father and mother as clothes cannot be washed without water as one cannot ride without an equipage as without music there cannot be dancing so without a guru man cannot reach god's court as the bad woman leaving her husband looketh for another thus eager should man be to obtain a guru saith kabir do one thing become holy and thou shalt not die again the following hymn was a reply to some one who had addressed vile abuse to kabir and called him a pander a dancer a street walker and a thief ten is he a pander who chasteneth his heart he who chasteneth his heart shall escape from death the pander who thoroughly chasteneth his heart and applieth to it the touchstone of love shall obtain complete deliverance whom do you call a pander o people in everything that is spoken discrimination should be used is he a dancer who danceth with his mind who is not satisfied with falsehood who is pleased with truth and who beateth time with his heart in the presence of god god whose mind is pure preserveth such a dancer is he a street-walker who sweepeth the market-place and lighteth up the five wicks i accept as my guru that street-walker who embraceth the service of the lord of the nine continents is he a thief who is not envious who uttereth god's name and curbeth his senses saith kabir blessings on my divine guru who possesseth all such qualities and who is very handsome and clever the following is an encomium on the staff of life eleven hail o god hail o divine guru hail to the corn by which the hearts of the hungry rejoice hail to that saint who realizeth this he shall meet god corn cometh from the primal being repeat god's name with the relish of corn praise his name praise his corn with water pleasant is its taste he who abstaineth from corn shall lose his honour in the three worlds she who abandoneth corn and practise hypocrisy is neither a wife nor a widow they who publicly boast that they live on milk secretly eat a whole five surs of corn without corn no one is happy abandon corn and ye shall not meet god saith kabir such is what i think blessings on that corn by which man loveth his god End of section 16